okay, you're the last one. Here's the menu. Go on and tell me what you want so we can get it placed and get the food here pretty quickly. Okay, well, let me see. Hmm, what do I want today? You got one minute. Hey, this is Michelle Spiva, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. Mwah. Join me on the flip as we start whittling away at some things and we talk about how clarity always defeats confusion. I'll see you on the flip. One of the biggest things that I have had to wrestle with throughout my life is maintaining, getting first and maintaining clarity on what I need to do. And it's because, let's just face it, I have a wandering mind. I get excited. I am one of the biggest bright, shiny objects kind of squirrel moment people out there. And so because I know that, I have to work on this often. And today I want to actually talk a little bit about how to gain clarity. Now, let me just go on and say it. If you're one of those people that you're able to get to the point, you speak plain, straight, and all of that, and or maybe you always know where your North Star is and you have this internal compass that leads you correctly, I want to thank you because I've always admired you, sometimes envied you, and all of that. But for the rest of us, oh, we're going to need a little help. And so with today, I really kind of want to just break it down as to how these skills that you come naturally with, how we can learn them. All right. So the first thing I do want to say is this, uh, and I've said it often, a confused mind does not move. A confused mind is immobile. And if you ever ever have times where you are confused, and and let me just tell you, because confusion is is kind of complex. Confusion doesn't wave a, a white flag and surrender, and it does definitely doesn't have a billboard up to tell you that hey, it's me. Confusion. Confusion will allow you to know what you want, but when you try to get to getting what you want, it will cloud you. And a lot of times it's not because you don't know how to go about getting something. It's because you're not clear on what exactly you want or what option you want to go with. Um, I was at a conference one time and there was this gentleman and no joke, he looked like he was channeling Jed Clampett from the Beverly Hillbillies. And he came up on stage and they were giving him this award for having um, uh built this business that did a lot of money. And they said, well, what is your uh, secret? And this is what he said. He said, when you guys told me how to run this business, he said, I did one thing at a time. And he said, and I would not move on to another until I had done that one thing the way y'all said it should have been done. And I was like, wow, it seems so simple, but it is very complex in execution because for some of us, we are we are actually battling our own minds that are always firing and running and going and so excited. And there was actually something that was said during this conference that the there are a higher number of rich people who are simple than they are smart. And so they were like, if you're too smart, you might be sabotaging yourself from getting what you want. Now, y'all, this is not just about getting money or any of that kind of stuff. But 
you can use what I'm saying uh, for, quote unquote, getting money. All right. So the first thing is um, with regards to being clear, I want to just say that we have to figure it out and land on it. And we have to develop the skill of identifying, unearthing, or even sculpting out, extracting out the clarity. Okay. So as I said before, one of the things that is an integral ingredient, a top ingredient in clarity is to be able to get to the point Now, with getting to the point, and I'm actually going to do a podcast on getting to the point uh, because it's something that I'm having to work with. Uh, I have to work with it every day in my writing, and I'm going to be doing better in my podcast as well. Getting to the point. That's why I have my notes so I can like stick to these points and make sure I get them done. And with getting to the point, it helps you to do things like understanding what is your point understanding that your point must not meander or or ramble. It should be engaging. It should be uh, clear, concise, and it uh, should actually be something that is uplifting. Even if it's bad news, we should be able to do it. And getting to the point is not simply about turning a chapter into a sentence as much as it is about auditioning each component of what we want to convey for the right to be in our conveyance, you know? And so getting to the point is really about being a great uh, surmiser and about being a great communicator, all right? So with that, that's a number one ingredient of knowing how to get to the point. And in order to do that, one of the first things that we have to do is just pick one idea to pursue. And when I talk about one idea to pursue, I am not necessarily talking about uh, one choice. I am talking about one outcome. When I used to start trying to get to the point, figure out what I really wanted and get clarity, I was thinking of things in terms of choices instead of decisions. And I've said this before on other podcasts, but for me, choices have a different energy value in, uh, uh, than, than a decision. Even our body responds differently with choices as opposed to decisions. You see, a choice is a date. You can date many people, but a decision is a marriage. That means that's just one person. And, you know, I can go about telling you what decide means and choice and all of that, but you get the point because they have very different energy signatures. And uh, one is, I think, more potent than the other one. And so when I say pick one idea to pursue, what I'm trying to convey to you is to pick one decision to land on. And that's where you want to start to land on your clarity. And that one decision should have some type of terminal point of when you know that, I mean, this is the outcome you want, which leads me to the next thing. When you start to pick one idea, one decision, one outcome, you want to make that outcome recognizable. All right. So what is the the outcome or, or what is the plan, the goal, the dream, the win? And what what does it look like when you have achieved it? Now, I'm going to say this 
that even if you are really good at determining and and uh, conjuring up the image or the feeling or the um, the goal or the amount of what your plan looks like when you've achieved it, be open to the fact that it might not look exactly like that. But nine times out of ten, it'll look probably darn near close to it or better. And so making things recognizable is so that you will understand when you have gotten there because that's another foil foil of confusion. Confusion will have you chasing ghost rabbits. And you because if you don't get in your mind, this is the goal. I've won when this happens. Then you will never be able to get to that goal and you will be led around for years in confusion. You will be in the proverbial desert wandering around for all of those years. So make sure that it's recognizable. And then after that, settle on the ending to begin. And when I say settle on it, meaning you've picked this one one thing and I've called it a decision. It can even be one desire, one hope, one dream, whatever. And then you have painted with broad strokes in the confines of your imagination or your plans or your manifesto. I did a podcast a a while back on a manifesto. It's a very powerful tool for getting clarity. Very powerful. Check that one out. And uh, once you've gotten what it looks like, what it feels like, uh, what, what your bank account looks like or whatever, then you are ready to settle on that and then begin. Like, for instance, this is an example that a lot of people are doing and a lot of people pay me money to help them with. And that is they want to, like me, they want to, quote unquote, make money online and they get into it and they get excited and they come to me with, oh, I'm going to write books or I'm going to sell um uh, training courses, or I'm going to do, uh, uh, FBLA, you know, um, uh, excuse me, not FBLA, but, um, uh, fulfilled by Amazon FBA or whatever it is. And I'm like, that's great. But what does your end goal look like? And they can't tell me. And I know it's usually because they've not had to grapple with that before. And so I'm like, well, you already said it. You want to make your living offline. So when we get to that, if you're if we're taking clarity the way I'm presenting it to you guys today, and I'm actually giving you a little insight into when I work with my clients and those types of things to just get really clear first, and then we go and start working the plan. And so, for instance, making line, making money online uh, to get clear could mean that I know that I'm making money online when I am at this level of money per month, per day, per per year or whatever. And then after that, this is the big clarity that I have used myself. And I have to remind people when they get confused and turned around with all the different options and the different shiny objects of quote unquote, making this money online is simply this. You want to get as many buy buttons up as possible that fulfill the promise that you've made to the would-be customer. And when we remind folks of that, 
oh, some things start to change because now they can go back and do the stuff that we've talked about. And that is they can pick one idea to pursue. They can make it recognizable of what it looks like, what the plan looks like, the goal, the dream, the win looks like. And then that's when they're able to start doing it because you've settled on the beginning and now, I mean, on the end, and now you can begin. Then the next thing is include your convictions. One of the things that I have had uh, to grapple with is letting my convictions be known uh, because I think it's very personal. But there is something about when you let yourself know what your convictions are, that it seems to be a catalyst. It seems like you get the best, purest energy that's going to propel you forward to do what you need to. When you get, when you settle on what are my convictions, meaning examples, what do I stand for? And what do I fall for? You know, what do, what do I, what I, what do I, what do I, what do I believe at this particular time? Or this is a big one. And this is one that I use a lot with my clients. What do you want and don't want? And a lot of times people try to tackle the one where they say, I want first when I'm like, nope, the stronger and easier one is to eliminate what you don't want. And then you make a choice or a decision, hopefully, out of what's left standing or left remaining. And not for nothing, when you include your convictions, you solidify a bit of your confidence. I get a lot of folks asking me, how are you so confident to do this or to do that? And it is because I I don't necessarily tell them all this because sometimes your convictions are not anybody's business, but it's like, I know what I believe in. I know what I want for me and I know why I'm doing this. And when you include your convictions, they help to bolster and strengthen your internal self-confidence. Well, self and internal is the same, Michelle. Okay, anyway, but they they help you with your confidence, okay? So, and again, know when you've succeeded. Like I said, make it recognizable of what a win looks for you. But that's a difference from actually knowing when you have succeeded. There have been so many times I have gone after something, done the work, and then didn't realize that everything I had proposed and worked for I have and was not giving myself that that win you know in in my neck of the woods we talk about how sometimes the blessings are come so smooth that we forget to say thank you when they show up how many times have you forgotten to check to do just a check to see the things that you did in the past and you wanted for yourself how many of them have you received only to not recognize it, not appreciate it, or not stop to pay homage to the fact that you did it. And you all, this is very important. I'm going to say this, if you will. It is important that you know when you have achieved something, because if you don't, confusion will come back in and you will be always chasing the ghost bunny. You will always be thinking, I've got to do more. I've got to be more. And you will, you will squander. And I, I, I say that heart, you know, felt, but you will squander your life and you will not realize that everything that you wanted, a lot of times you got it. That's why When you attempt to make it recognizable, even if it shows up and it looks a little differently, at least you have a point of reference for what a win 
looks like. And because of that, you continue to propagate even more clarity. The next thing, well, not the next thing, but knowing when you succeeded, don't forget to be grateful. Don't forget to be appreciative. And please don't forget to be confident in what you've received and what you've aspired to be, do, and have. And that brings me to the next one, is to have confidence in your clarity, okay? Meaning that there have been times when I've gotten something and I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't certain that I could handle it or deserve it. And so I gave it away. I was listening to someone the other day Actually, I was listening to Les Brown, a motivational speaker from the 80s, 90s. Very powerful man. And he actually talked about when he was starting out, how he had gone after some type of job and he actually got it. But when he got it, he didn't have confidence. He didn't know if he could sustain it. And so he gave it away. You guys, I I remember um, I was younger and I had gone out for this job. and. In my mind at the time, I really wanted the job. But when I got the job, I actually started having these fears that I couldn't handle it. I didn't know at the time that I was suffering from self-worthiness issues coupled with a hefty dose of imposter syndrome. And so I I actually talked myself out of the job and I I, I didn't keep it. I, I gave it up. I was like, nah. And that is another area where confusion will come in to defeat you. Yes, confusion is not a big baddie out there trying to take everything from you. But confusion, it takes less energy to be confused than it takes to be clear. And so confusion is the quick, easy, fast food to the delicacy and the preparation of a a great meal of clarity. And with that, if you don't secure your understanding of all this stuff that we're talking about, you erode your confidence. How many times have you wanted something only to get it and then your confidence not be where you need it to be to sustain it or keep it? I mean, let's face it. I, there have been times when I, I wanted, uh, well, you know what, when I was younger, um, this like, I think I was trying to buy a car or something. And I already had cars before, but this one was going to be a nice car. And I, they, I qualified and everything, good rates and stuff. And I, I didn't take the car because I had this fear that the other shoe was going to drop, that I wasn't going to be able to maintain and I wasn't going to be able to keep the car. Because of all of these ingrained uh, confusion points and a bit of fear, you know, of, of not knowing what the win, the goal, and the dream looked like for me. And so let me go back real quick before I move on to this last one that I want to talk about because I'm spending a little time on this, ne- on this next one. But when you are getting clear about something, when clarity is defeating confusion, you are also strengthening your uh, confidence, your self-knowing. Uh, one of my most popular uh, podcasts 
revolves around how to be confident. And I didn't realize until I was working on this particular podcast that I was like, wow, thank you, wisdom. Because wisdom always builds block upon block, or as we like to say, precept upon precept. You know, it's always building more like ripples in a pond until it covers the whole thing. And I didn't realize that because I pride myself on being my own personal clarity whisperer. That that is why I am perceived as having so much confidence. And that is why I don't wait for other people to either give me permission or even give me illustration on how to do something. I just go do it. And it is because of the skills of clarity I have had to learn and I continue to have to train in so that I can keep confusion down. Like I said, I've told you, I have a racing mind. I have a lot of thoughts that try to fight for preeminence in my mind and in my world at any given time. I have a high propensity for squirrel moments because of things that delight and excite me. I have a very high curiosity point where if something is curious, I will abandon things to go off on that bunny trail until I have satisfied that curiosity. And because of that, I understand that at every turn and every step I make, I am making the the ground fertile for confusion to spring up and entrap me. And so because of that, I have had to install these protocols and I'm sharing them with you because that is what these wisdom smacks are about. So let me go back over these so that you guys can get the point of what I'm saying and the byproduct of being stronger in your self-confidence. So when you are wanting to do things, when you are wanting to fulfill your call on your life, one of the best things to do is before you try to go and study all this stuff, get clear on what it is you want. And you do that by finding a way to have to strengthen or identify your North Star, your internal compass, and bless those people who already have that and don't have to spend the time that I would or you would on it, God bless you. But in the meantime and in between time, that's something that you need to do everything you can and fight for. And the next thing is, is you want to start building your skills up so that you can land on clarity. And you do that by training yourself. If you don't get to the point with anybody else, get to the point with yourself. Training yourself on how to get to the point. Getting to the point, meaning that you make things as concise and as simple for yourself as possible. Remember the the man who said he was a man of simple words and simple means and he did, he followed the directions, he didn't stray from them and he got the success. And he only did that thing. He didn't get off track. Getting to the point means getting rid of distractions. Oh, yes. And then after you get to that point, pick one idea of that point to pursue. Just one. And when we, I talk about picking one idea, I'm talking about if you can, decide on one thing to pursue, abandoning all else. It's not a multiple choice. It's a yes or no. This is not dating around. This is marriage. Get married to that point to pursue. And once you get married to that point to pursue, well, you, not once, but you can do it, con- you know, at the same time, make it recognizable. What 
does it look like for you to have obtained whatever it is you're pursuing? Who are you? What do you do and what do you have when this has happened? And you want to make this very plain to yourself so that it won't be easily taken from you. All right. So making it recognizable not only has to do with what the win itself looks like, but what its effect looks like on you, in you and through you. There have been, like I said, many times I have asked for things and because I didn't make them plain to myself, I didn't get clear of what I would be or who I would be, what I would be doing and what I would be having. I missed the point. And I'll say this, making things recognizable to yourself of what your plan, your goal, your dream or your win looks like for you starts to do that very thing that we're talking about. It starts to strengthen your confidence in you and what you want. Because once you make it recognizable, you settle in on that ending of what it looks like. And then that's when you can begin. Remember I talked about, you know, people come to me and they say, I want to make money online and I want to do it this way or that way. That's all well and good. But we have to get to the point of what it looks like. What's the end point? How much money are you bringing in? Who are you as a person when you're doing this? And then because we do that, oh, some people start changing the tactics that they go about on this grand strategy of making money online because they start to see that what they're trying to do might not be what will get them to their ultimate goal. And then include your convictions Understand what you believe, what you stand for, what you can be tripped up and fall for, and know what you don't want so that you can definitely eliminate all the others and get down to what you truly do want. And know when you have succeeded so that you can give yourself that check of that win and be like, okay, because I'm going to tell you, it is something about stopping for a moment to be grateful, appreciative, and uh, aware that you have achieved what it is, that clarity gives you this boost to your confidence. And the next thing is, like I said before, be confident in what you've achieved so that you don't lose it. If when you get something, be aware that imposter syndrome is real. Be aware that what you have gotten, you deserve and you can keep it. Be aware of that. Don't let it slip out of your fingers. And then in the last few minutes, um, I want to talk about this part, and that is know your timing. A lot of people don't understand that there is a time and a season for everything in your life. And you don't have to be perfect and you don't have to be a wizard, but you do need to know that there is a timing to everything. Is it your time to work on other people's dreams or on your own? Some people don't realize that the reason why you lost that job is because it's time for you to work on your own dreams. You've learned all you can working for someone else. And now you're just being a big old baby and it's time for you to go do your own. And this is one of the things that I usually say to folks, you know, uh, and I heard it from Cal Newport um, in his book, Deep Work. Love that book. I'll make sure I put it in the show notes. But he talks about the quote unquote, follow your dream. Uh, and, you know, you'll never work a day in your life. He says that should be reserved to the young because they have more time to mess up uh, than we do once you have become mature and established. And I, 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 I can attest to that. But I also say this to the young. 
you have more time or more need to work on other people's dreams so that you can gain knowledge about what you want to do as on your own. So that is why go out, do all the gigs, the jobs and all these kind of things and, and learn and glean from people so that when it comes time for you, you'll have less stumbles and be more confident to be able to keep what you want to do. And then for my mature people out there, identify if you have run the course and now there's nothing left for you to do but to face your greatest fear, which might be that it's time for you to fulfill the contract that you made with yourself when you came here. What is your legacy? What is the thing that you can do that will help others coming behind you? There is a a wisdom and a way about the sage, the teacher, the person who has learned some things. And a lot of times, one of the saddest things, and my grandmother used to say this, she said, there's nothing sadder than an old fool who thinks he's still in school. And what she said, and I didn't get it at the time, is she said, an old fool denies knowledge, but is always trying to pretend like they are learning and knowledgeable. And it just comes a time in the sand when you have to say, you know what? I know what I know. And it's time for me to share, to give back. And when you get to that point, I'm going to tell you what you think you know, you're going to know more. Because one thing, if you ever want to learn something, teach it. Oh, yes. When you have to teach something, you start to learn it and know it. And there are too many people out here that are still trying to be uh, competing with the young to build other people's dreams when they should have been done with that and started building their own legacy. And if you're feeling a little convicted about this, feeling a little tinge in your heart when you hear this, that might be for you. And it's not necessarily about age. So it's not where if you're 35, you shouldn't be working for someone else. No, I'm not saying that. What I am saying is, is to he or she who has ears to hear, let them hear. Okay. And so understand that clarity is is the prime opponent to defeat confusion because a confused mind is immovable. You want to always be going with the flow, going with the energy and understanding that this is part of why we're here. We are energy. We are made to move. We are made to evolve. We are made to grow and flow. And so get clear. Get to the point, make it recognizable, settle on the ending and then begin. Include your convictions. Know when you have exceeded and understand how to be confident about what you receive and know your timing. So guess what? Yes, my time is up. I thank you for yours. This has been Michelle Spivey, your practical priestess of wisdom with another episode of Wisdom Smack. Don't forget to support our show show by using our Amazon link at michellespivey.com forward slash AMZ. And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, Please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, 
uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. Bye.